There are three non-negotiables every business owner needs to get ahead, traffic, leads, and sales. But with so much noise in the online marketing industry, it's hard to know what works and what doesn't. That's what Unfiltered is all about, giving real entrepreneurs the real truth about making a huge impact with their businesses, fluff free. I'm your host, Lena Elkins, and I hope you love the episode. Hello, my friends. It's your girl, Lena here, and you are in for a treat for today's podcast episode. So as you probably saw from the title, what I'm going to be breaking down for you guys is step-by-step exactly what it takes to have a six-figure business, either as a coach or a service provider of some kind, like really straightforward, not leaving anything out. And I think a lot of you guys will be surprised about how easy and non-overwhelming this is when you really look at what it takes. Now, the reason why this episode is a little bit different is because this is actually an audio recording from a Facebook Live I did last week in our brand new group, uh, Facebook group, Scale School. So for many of you guys, you know that we have had a great Facebook group called Millennial Go-Getters for many, many years. And for many, many reasons, it was time to sort of retire millennial go-getters. I actually did another live about why we did that uh, earlier last week, if you want to check that out. Um, But we ended up transitioning millennial go-getters to Scale School, which is a Facebook group now specifically for women in business looking to become masters of their marketing and sales. So that's why I did the live in this new Facebook group. Um, Now, what I did is I took the audio recording, I put it into this podcast episode, so you guys will definitely see a lower quality in audio um, because of that. Sorry about that doing my best to edit it and make it sound as crisp and good as possible. But if you prefer to watch the video version, you want to see my cute outfits, you want to see what my office looks like, you want to see my very dramatic and over-the-top hand gestures, then I definitely recommend you can just go watch the original Facebook Live version. So I'm going to link the uh, Facebook Live version down below. And if you are not yet a member of Scale School, I definitely recommend that you join the Facebook group. Um, So if you want to join, I'm going to link that down below. But you can also, if you want, just go to facebook.com backslash groups backslash hang with Lena. Um, So I'm going to link all of that down below. With that, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode, and I hope you love it. I'm really excited to be hopping on and doing this live for you guys today. I'm I'm really, really actually excited to talk about this topic specifically for Scale School, because I know that we have a lot of new members here who are fairly new in their businesses, Uh, whether you have a coaching business or a service-based business. I know there's a lot of women in here who are sort of, let's say, within the first year of their business. Um, And they're dealing with a lot of overwhelm and stress about what it's actually going to take to make this successful. So as you guys hop on, definitely let me know where you're tuning in from today. Um, Again, I'm really, really pumped to share on this topic. So let's just get right into it. Um, The reason why I want to sort of go through like the cliff notes, like the easiest and most straightforward way to make $100,000 in your business The reason why I wanted to do that is because I understand that between our podcast, between years of really having this Facebook group, between sending thousands of emails, speaking on lots of stages at conferences, like I understand that I teach a course on lots of different individual elements within what it takes to have a successful business, whether it's six figures or seven figures, right? Um, Obviously, we dive deep into building high converting sales funnels, right? Um, Facebook and Instagram advertising, uh, content marketing. 
um, you know, automated, you know, systems, like all these different things we speak about all the time, right? Copywriting. Um, but I don't think in a really long time I've sort of condensed it and made it really simple uh, for somebody who's just like, this is all too much for me, this is all too new, and I don't think it's sustainable or possible for me, right? That's the person who I'm talking to today. And I think that the problem, one of the many problems here, is that $100,000 seems like a really crazy, scary, unattainable, far away amount of money, right? When really, it's easier to think, if you're thinking, I want to make six figures in my business. There's a few caveats, caveats to this first. First of all, $100,000, and I'm telling you because I've been there many, many, many times, it's not all that, okay? I think it's it's sort of doing new entrepreneurs a disservice when people are like, you're going to make 100 grand in your business and your whole life is going to change. If you're making 100 grand in your business, you're paying the taxes to go along with that, right? You're probably paying maybe a few team members alongside that, right? Um, you're probably paying for a bunch of software and different tools, maybe Facebook ads, right, to help you run things. So it's not just about making $100,000. It's about making sure that your net profit is really high as well, right, that your margins are really strong. We're not going to be talking about that as much today because I think that's sort of the next level conversation here. Right now, what I want to show you guys is if you are new, if you have a coaching business or if you are a service provider of some kind, whether that is a uh, – whether you are a copywriter, whether you're a graphic designer, whether you're an agency owner, whatever it is, this is attainable, I promise, for every single one of you ladies who are here right now. It's 100% possible, okay? So instead of thinking of $100,000 as like this big, you know, share, you know, scary, far away number that's unachievable, right? Let's really think about it per month. So per month, when you break it down, divided by 12, is about $8,400, okay? It's like $8,333, okay? If you think about making a hundred grand versus eight grand, which one seems more attainable for you, right? Especially to get started right now. I think that when you think about the really long term and everything that has to go into it, it is way, way, way scarier, okay? So let's break it down month by month here. The truth is, it really is basic. Okay, nothing that I'm going to be sharing with you today, I think is going to blow your mind. Okay, but I think that's um, intentional. I don't want to make this complicated. I want you to realize how attainable this is and doable for each and every one of you guys. So what that does is jump right into it. If you want to make $100,000, let's say, minimum six figures in your business, by the way, no matter where you are right now, if you're brand new in your business, if you've been trying at this for a really long time, it really doesn't matter. This is uh, completely possible for every single person, okay? So there's really only four components here, okay? So let's just go through them one by one. And I have my, my notes here on my phone, okay? So the first thing, you obviously have to have a really confident offer, and you have to have a clear offer, okay? Now, I often compare building a business to dating, and I think this is a really, really good example as well. Imagine that you went on a date with somebody, right? And the person is like, so, like, tell me more about yourself, you know, whatever. Uh, and you're like, yep, I um, grew up in a town with a family and went to a school, right? You were super vague. You were sort of dodging the details, right? Imagine that. That person is going to think that you're probably pretty shady, that you're, like, hiding something, that you're not that interesting, and that they're not going to want to go on another date with you, right? Hey, guys. Uh, comment down below if you're here right now. I'm happy to see you guys here in our new version of Scale School. Um, so that's probably so how somebody's going to act if you show up on a first date and you're really vague and unclear about what your offer is. 
But what's amazing is that people try to do the same thing with their businesses and with their offers, right? People are really vague and unclear about what it is specifically they're offering within their packages and what's the end solution that they're helping people achieve. Okay, you have to become really, really specific and clear on what this is. Okay, not only uh, what it is you're specifically. So not like, oh, I help people with mindset, right? Like that's not a real thing. I help you with mark. I help people with marketing. I help people achieve this super specific thing in marketing so that they can make this much more in their business, increase their conversions by this percentage, right? Like what is the specific end result that you're helping people achieve, and what is your unique methodology in order to get there? You can't just say, I help people with mindset. How do you help people with mindset, right? And keep in mind, this doesn't have to be like, uh, you don't have to reinvent the wheel here. You don't have to be somebody who's stepping in and creating a total new iteration on like thought work or, or mindset work, right? Really, really unnecessary here. But you do need to be clear on what is your path from getting to A to Z, right? And what's the end solution that you're promising your clients? What's happening there, right? And you also have to be really clear on who it is that you're speaking to. If you're dating, right, you're like, oh, I'll just date anybody. I'll go out with any dude, right, or any girl. People are going to think like, okay, well, you're pretty desperate, right? Or you should probably figure it out. And I did a whole um, training on this, actually, for our private mastermind that I run. If you want to close, let's say, three out of every four sales calls that you have every single month, right, every single week, however many sales calls you have, if you want to be closing 75% of your sales calls, Guess what? All you have to do is increase the quality of the people who are getting on the sales call with you. Increase the quality of knowing that, yes, they're already a good fit for me. They already understand specifically what I offer. I already know they're specifically within my target market. If you have a bunch of random people booking sales calls with you, general people who want help with mindset, they're most likely not going to close. You have to be really, really clear. You're not just helping women, but maybe you are helping moms right, who are um, struggling with developing, refining their confidence from within, right, after prioritizing their kids for so many years, right? You're not just helping, you know, people transitioning from the corporate world into building a business. You know, maybe what you're actually doing is you're helping people who are lawyers go from the corporate lawyer space to starting their own firms, right? And here's your methodology for helping them get there. So that's really, really, really important. And this isn't rocket science, you guys. You just have to have a confident offer. You don't have to have 10 offers. And in fact, a lot of our students end up coming to us and they're like, here's the 15 different offers that I've broken down. I have this course. I have this coaching program. Um, I have this like retainer package. I have this membership thing. I have this uh, mastermind. I have like all these different offers because I just feel like that way, everybody who wants to work with me, you know, they're going to find something that they like. That's actually not how it works. If you have way too many offers, that's simply going to overwhelm your prospects and they're not going to understand what's the best fit for them. Plus, you're never going to really be able to go all in, right? Like go all hands on deck on one particular offer and making sure that it's really, really awesome. So what's the one offer and how can you commit to that one offer for a really long time? This is another huge mistake that I see uh, new people make in like the, the online business world is they design an offer. And maybe it flops for the first launch. Nobody buys, one person buys, whatever. And you're like, okay, well, clearly nobody wants this. So I'm just going to ditch it and create something new. And then they just begin this cycle of creating more offers all the time. When really you're going to see much more success if you really dial in that first offer and just improve it every single iteration that you put it out there by having conversations with your prospects, by learning how you can improve it, by going through it, right? Figuring out what you liked about it, what you didn't like it, and really honing in on it like that. 
Consistency is the name of the game here. So instead of constantly coming up with new offers and getting all creative and having these like fun, you know, creative sessions where you're building out a new course offer and this and that, like what do you have right now and how can you perfect the hell out of that one offer? I can guarantee you you're going to make way more money over that one offer over a long period of time than constantly coming out with new ones. So stop overwhelming yourself thinking, oh my gosh, in order to make a hundred grand, I have to have like 60 different offers. What's the one, the one irresistible offer that you're going to be able to sell and perfect and get people to become attracted to over and over and over again? So that's number one. You want to hit six figures? This is the most basic piece of it. Got to have a confident offer here, okay? A confident offer. Okay. Number two is what I like to call a magnetic story or a hero's journey is what a lot of people call it sort of in the marketing space, right? So basically, why the hell are you the expert in whatever it is that you offer? Okay, why are you the expert? What is your story of achieving whatever it is that you're helping your people achieve? Okay, and how have you helped your clients do the same? What are those stories? Now, often if you're new and you don't have a ton of testimonials or stories or case studies, that's okay. But you have to really dial in your own story, okay, around why the heck should people listen to you? At the end of the day, there's gonna be a million coaches out there. There's gonna be a lot of copywriters. There's gonna be, you know, all these different people who anybody could choose from, right? But at the end of the day, people are going to choose you. They're going to want to work with you because they connect to your magnetic story. They identify with your hero's journey, okay? Now, what this means is that you have to have a story. Does it need to be some big, extreme, like I was on my deathbed and then I had this aha moment? And like, no, it doesn't have to be some uh, really extreme, you know, like life or death situation here, okay? I think a lot of people like to dramatize things because they think it gets more attention. No. Your story is real and it's specific and it paints a really clear picture of how you went through this and now that's why you're helping people get, you know, go through that transformation themselves. That's enough. People are going to identify with you and they're going to want to go through um, the same thing here. Okay, so for example, like, I've shared my story so many times in so many places, but to just give you like a little recap here so you can understand, I think part of the reason why our business has grown so much since we started in 2015. So basically, when I first was in a nine-to-five job, okay, I was in a nine-to-five job, and I had this idea, I was doing marketing in this job, and I had this idea, I want to start my own agency, basically. I want to specialize in copywriting and content marketing. That was really sort of my zone of genius. It really is still, you know, one of my favorite topics of marketing. So I decided to quit my nine-to-five and to start my own agency. I had no evidence around me or around me that I would be successful in this business. Okay? I didn't know any entrepreneurs in my life. I had never had a business in my life. I had never made money on my own. But I decided to take a chance and do it anyway. Long story short, I quit that 9-to-5 job. Okay, And I started my own agency, literally virtually the next day. And I was completely fully booked within a few weeks. It actually happened really quickly. I saw success in this agency really, really quickly. Within about three months of that, I had tripled my income to what I had been previously making in my nine to five job within three months my whole life changed in a very 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 short amount of time now i ran that agency for about a year and what i loved about it is i was making good money i was making money on my own i could work from wherever i wanted for the first time in my life i didn't have to be in an office or something else right um and i really didn't have a lot of flexibility but something that i realized after maybe 10 or 11 months was that well, I realized a few things. One, well, I loved what I was doing. I loved marketing. I was really good at marketing. It wasn't such a soulmate connection with the clients that I was working with. 
So at the time, I was working with a lot of Tel Aviv-based startups, high-tech startups, who were targeting an American or English-speaking-based market. And I was the one sort of building out all their marketing strategies, right? So I personally didn't feel very connected to these startups, to their CEOs. Uh, it was a lot of like older dudes, and for a lot of reasons, it wasn't really a, a strong connection there, right? And I started thinking, what if I could do the same work that I'm currently doing, if I could help other companies, other business owners reach their business goals via smart, strategic, scalable marketing, right? But actually working with people that I gave a shit about, that I actually felt connected to, right? So then, coincidentally, because like was really, really bizarre, I ended up going out to coffee with a friend one day, and she had brought along another friend who I didn't know. And this friend and, and you know, her friend and, and my friend were asking me about my business and, you know, how it works and whatever. And her friend was telling me, oh, I also really want to quit my nine to five job and start my own business. How did you do that? And I realized that I just started explaining things in a way that was very digestible and understandable, right? She got that um, and she felt really inspired and she ended up quitting her job and starting her own business. Now, that was the first of many conversations where other millennials, specifically millennial women, were coming to me saying, how the hell did you do this? I also want to do this. And I realized I had a way of communicating, building an online business that was not only inspiring and motivating for these people, but it was also tactical, tangible advice that they could follow, right? And so suddenly there were all these women around me quitting their jobs and starting successful businesses. And somebody said to me, Lena, why aren't you coaching? Why aren't you charging people to do this sort of coaching? And that's when I transitioned. That was my aha moment when I realized I wasn't meant to have an agency build out anymore. What I really wanted to be doing was coaching women and being an example for women of what was possible when you decided to get the hell out of your own way, right? Get rid of all your drama and your BS and actually go all in on your dream of starting your business. So that's sort of my aha story. Now, people hear that and they say, well, I can do that, right? They feel connected to my story. They feel connected to my journey. Um, there's sort of some other elements of my story that people feel very connected to, right? And by the way, within really my first year of business, I think I made 100, between 130 and 140 grand. And my first year ever of having it on my business with no business experience, okay? So this is doable for anybody. If this was doable for me as a 23-year-old living in a foreign country, by the way, I was living in Israel, I came from California, where I didn't speak the language, I had no community around me, I didn't have any family, Right? Like, I literally had nothing really going for me here. If I was able to do it, all of you were able to do that. And that story is very inspiring, and it connects to the right people. Okay? So that's what I want to say to you. That's number two. You have to have some sort of a hero's journey that you can really um, articulate in a clear way. A story that's sticky. A story that's magnetic. A story that's shiny. Right? That's what you have to figure out. That's what's going to make you stand out from the crowd against other coaches and people. Number three, the third thing you have to have, if you want to have a six-figure business or beyond, this is really, really obvious, you guys, you have to have a constantly expanding audience, okay? You have to have a really constantly expanding audience here. Now, what this does not mean, and this is what I hate, when people think of having an audience or a following, they think of like having 100 people or 1,000 people or 10 or 100,000 people, right? People see my Instagram, I think we have 34, 35,000 people who follow us, and they're like, Lena, that will never happen right, for me, like, I don't have an audience like that, I have no lead, nobody's interested. Guys, an audience is just a really unnecessarily fancy word and term for real human beings, human eyeballs who are interested in what it is that you have to say and what it is that you have to offer, period. They're interested in your story, they're interested in the problem that you help solve, they're interested in the solution that you help bring to the table, period. Now, an audience could be made up of one person, it could be made up of three people, it could be made up of ten people, it really doesn't matter, each of those people matters. 
right? Because the thing is, if you could sign one of those clients and they paid you $10,000 for a coaching program and you could get one person to pay you 10 grand every single month, guess what? You have a six-figure business. So instead of worrying about needing to attract everybody, you need to attract a select few people who, again, are very aligned with your personality, your values, your way of teaching or doing whatever you do, your story, all these pieces that we've already spoken about here, okay? Now, like any relationship, you've got to show up and you've got to show up consistently for this audience. I don't care where you do this. People always ask me, like, what's the best platform to build my audience? I've created a lot of content on that. And we are actually like automated audience growers. That's sort of our, our thing. We love Facebook ads and funnels and webinars and stuff like that. But you can also do this organically. I don't really care. You can do this on Instagram. You can have a Facebook group. You could have, you could use LinkedIn. You can use TikTok. Like it really doesn't matter to me. But what matters is that you need to show up and build that relationship consistently. Now, again, to go back to the dating analogy here, right? Like if you just go on one date with somebody and you're like, okay, cool. Want to get married? That person's going to be like, no. This is really weird and creepy. And it's going to be the same thing with your audience, right? If you just show up once and you make too big of an ass or then you just ditch them because they're not that into you and then you just don't talk to them again, you've basically completely sabotaged and given up on that relationship. It's the same thing with online relationships as you're building an audience. If you're trying to be a really awesome girlfriend or boyfriend or just a really awesome friend, what does it require, really? It requires you to be kind and be real and bring value. That's it. That's literally all that it takes for you to succeed, okay, in building out relationships. Yet people think that online, you can just, like, post a cute selfie on your story, and you're like, well, nobody engaged, and nobody bought, so what the hell's going on? That's not how relationships work. You have to show up consistently. You have to show people that you are dependable, that you are dependable to show up on a regular basis, creating content, offering solutions, reaching out, supporting, right, sharing stories, you know, all that sort of stuff. But you also need to be really reliable in the quality of content that you deliver, right? One of my mentors used to tell me, you are only as good as the last piece of content that you create, okay? So what that means is if you are going live, if you are building out webinars, if you're writing blog posts, if you're writing for, you know, whatever, if you're just doing all this kinds of different stuff, make sure it's quality. Make sure you're offering real, tangible, specific solutions, ditch all the vague, fluffy bullshit, and get really specific about what it is you have to offer your story, how it aligns, your client's story, how it aligns. And that's just going to make people want to work with you, and that's just going to make your audience continually grow. Now, one thing that I do always suggest here, it doesn't matter where you're building out your audience on social media, make sure that it's aligning with an email list. Okay, this is really, really, really important. I think a lot of people don't realize this. I've had friends who had massive YouTube followings, Instagram followings, whatever, but no email list. And then guess what? Their channel gets banned one day, right, or whatever, and suddenly those like, 100 or 200,000 people who are really into, who are into your platform, suddenly disappear. You don't have these people's email addresses, you don't have their contact information. That really, really sucks. So as you build out your audience, whatever you're doing it, do whatever you can to get these people onto an email list as well. That's really, really important here, okay? Now, obviously, at the end of the day, it's just a numbers game, right? The more people over time that you have engaged with you, some people are going to buy right away, obviously. That's like what I call uh, fast lane clients. And then there's slow lane clients, people who might be on your email list or following you on Instagram for years, right? And then at some point, they're eventually ready to want to work with you and pay you. And that's completely fine. People come out of the woodwork all the time on our email list. And they're like, hey, Lena, I've been following you for the past four years. Keep in mind, I'll have no idea who this person is. For the past four years, reading everything you've done, da, 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 and I'm finally ready. Okay? So you need to give those people the chance to build that relationship and not give up on them ahead of time. 
So build your audience. Um, and you guys will see, like, if you really go back and look at my stuff, you'll see that I've shown up every single week for my audience in some capacity for the past, like, five years. And email goes up to my list every single week. Lives, blog posts, articles, and various, you know, and forms, and entrepreneur, right? All kinds of different stuff. I'm constantly creating. It's a never-ending thing. It's a regular part of my routine, and that's why our audience has grown so much and why we're basically always full, client-wise. So audience building is really, really important here. Okay. And the fourth one that I have, and the last tip that I have for you guys to reach six figures, all of you can start this literally today, okay? You need an unapologetic sales approach, okay? And I think a lot of women especially really, really struggle with this. What they struggle with is feeling like they're annoying people or like they're taking up too much space around people, right? They're being inconvenient. They're nudging. They're being annoying. I am so sick of this shit, especially when it comes to sales. If you own a business, if you are a coach or you are a service provider, this is not a charity that you're running here, okay? This is not like a free-for-all, come pick my brain 24-7, I'm just here to help and serve. Obviously, you're here to do all of those things, but this is a business. You are here to get paid for the amazing value and transformation that you have to offer. And if you want to do that, you have to stop being passive and assume that people are just going to come to you with their wallets open and say, hey, take it. You have to become, become comfortable and confident enough in yourself to ask for the sale. Okay, you have to have an unapologetic sales approach and process. Does this mean you need to be a douchebag about sales? Of course not. I hate, hate, hate when I feel like certain people are just constantly showing up, like in my inbox or Facebook, being really inauthentic and sort of like used car salesy with their sales approach. But it's, but it's not about that. It's about you showing up as yourself and knowing the real value it offers that you have to give to the world. And being unapologetic and saying, yeah, this is how much it costs. Do you want to join or not? Right? But if you don't give people the opportunity to say yes, guess what? They're not going to say yes. Or they're not going to think that you're open. Right? Or they're not going to think that you're available to work with. So don't be afraid. And all the content that you create and the conversations that you have, make offers. Invite people to want to work with you. Invite people to want to learn more. What's the worst they're going to say? You know? At the end of the day, if you're afraid to make sales pitches, the only thing that you're fearful of is your own feelings, right? Like, no one's ever going to call you out or be mean to you or say, you know, go screw yourself. I'm not, you know, whatever. Like, that doesn't happen. Or it happens maybe extremely rarely, right? Really, what you're afraid of is the rejection that you're going to feel badly about yourself. But how about we just stop being afraid of our own feelings here? Like, let's just put that to the side and realize how non-scary that really is and how non-harmful that really is, right? If we finally just take ownership of the fact that we know who we are, we know what we have to offer, and we're going to show up consistently. And also keep in mind, this isn't like, it takes somebody seven times to see somebody to remember what it is. I also believe it takes at least seven times for somebody to see a particular offer to really connect to it. It's very, very, very rare. And I'm sure we've all done this. Think about the times that you bought a book or an online course, or maybe you join a membership site, or you bought an online sweatshirt, or like whatever it is. Did you necessarily see it and literally enter your credit card information and sign up the second that you saw it? Probably not. You probably like went to the sales page six or seven times first. Maybe you thought about it. Maybe you forgot about it. Maybe you saw another Facebook ad about it. Maybe you started typing in your credit card information and then you ditched it and then you didn't actually go through with it, right? Maybe like you're having conversations with your spouse about investing in that thing for a while. You know, whatever. It's very rare that people buy the first ever time or iteration that you put something out. Okay, people need time. I think about the, the really high ticket coaching programs that I've invested in, right? None of that happened overnight. 
These are all really thoughtful decisions, some of them which didn't take me a long time. Others took me a very long time to decide, do I want to go through with that? Did that mean anything about that coach, about how they were doing things, about, you know, absolutely not. Because that's what you do, it's like, that's how humans make purchasing decisions, right? And it's the same thing with you. So give people the benefit of the doubt. Give people the opportunity to get to know you by continually, unapologetically showing up and making offers. Okay, the more you do it, the more people are going to see it, and the more people are going to say yes. Okay? So I just want to break down those four steps again. If you want to make six figures as an $8,333 each month, which every single one of you can do, I promise you, every single one of you can do this. It's four steps. Number one, confident offer. Number two, having a hero's journey or a magnetic story. Okay? Number three, having an expanding audience. And number four, having an unapologetic sales approach. Okay? Now, I have some side tips for you that I want to add to this. Okay? Um, just additional things for you guys to keep in mind as you go ahead and you tackle this, this journey, okay? First of all, price in a smart way. Price in a smart way. This should be obvious. But don't put out a course that's $100 and expect to make, you know, $8,400. You would have to sell a shit ton of courses, which you probably can't do at this point because your audience isn't that big, right? So don't take that route. Don't be afraid to go high ticket. Because it's going to be easier for you to hit your sales goals, and it's also going to be easier for you to go all in on each of your clients and have, you know, a better experience there. And this doesn't have to be crazy. Okay, so as an example, imagine that you have a $4,500 program, a 30-day transformation program, a health detox program, let's say, okay? Now, really, all you would have to do here, let's say it was $4,500, you would have to sell two of them. Two of them. Do you think you could sell two a month? Probably, right? There's so many different ways that you could build this out. Or imagine, I just wrote some examples here, that you have a $4,500 three-month coaching program, okay? It costs $4,500 for three months of, I don't know, mindset coaching, okay? Now, let's say you broke it up into payment plans of three, right? So they could pay, they could break it up into three payments each month. They pay $1,500 per month, okay? What that means is you would need like five, six clients. Five, six clients paying you $1,500 a month for you to be making $8,400 per month. Do you think that you could show up for five people every single week and like check in on them, make sure they're doing well, get on, like, yes, we could all do that, okay? So price things smartly. Don't overcomplicate this, okay? And also keep in mind, if you do payment plans, and let's say you, you have that for three months, and you don't have to worry about signing clients for the next three months, right? So there's so many different ways that you could tackle this. Or maybe you have a six-month coaching program, right? Or a three-month coaching program, it doesn't matter. Keep in mind, there's no right or wrong answer to this, right? You're the business owner. You get to decide how much things cost. But let's say that you want to charge $10,000 for a 90-day transformational experience, okay? For something, okay? Now, really, you would really just have to sign one of those clients every single month to be making like 120 grand a year, right? Not that hard. One client per month. If you showed up and you did all four of these things, you're going to have more than one person per month who's going to want to work. Okay, so that's the first thing. Um, we didn't even really talk about this, but so much of making this happen and following through to make this happen is about thought work and mindset, right? So much is about that. And I think one of the core concepts of thought work that has to play into this is massive action, okay? So massive action, if you don't know, is the concept, the idea that if you have not achieved a particular goal yet, it's because you and you alone have not taken the steps and the actions that you need to take in order to get there. 
It's not because of anything else. It's not because of any other external circumstances other than you and you alone have not taken the steps to get there. It's not because you aren't good enough. It's not because you aren't smart enough or you aren't talented enough or your target audience, I don't know, is, is broke and they can't afford anything. Like, no, we're not blaming anything else. It's because you and you alone have not taken the steps necessary to get there. So if you do basically want to take the steps necessary to get there, what it means is that you have to go all in and commit that you will not stop until you reach the goal, period. Period. There's no reason to stop until you reach the goal. You do not stop when you get tired or when you get frustrated or discouraged or disappointed or sad. You just don't. You only stop when you reach the goal. Like, it's so, so, so simple, but so empowering. And when you really own the concept of massive action and live your life by it, guess what? Failure is not an option. You're going to reach this goal, and you're going to reach this goal a hell of a lot faster than you thought you would before. Okay, so massive action. That's really, really important. A second sort of thought work principle that I want to incorporate here that I think is important. Every single situation is completely neutral until you make it mean something else. So let's say you launch this for the first time and nobody buys. What thoughts you have about that is completely going to determine what you do next, right? So if you, first of all, it's a neutral circumstance. You put out something and nobody bought. Neutral, okay? Now you can either tell yourself, wow, clearly nobody needs this, nobody needs me, it's too competitive of a space, yada, yada. And based on those thoughts, you're just going to quit and you're going to give up and you're going to let go of this goal really, really fast. Or you could choose to take that neutral circumstance and say, actually, this is really great momentum. I'm really proud of myself for what I did this first round. I learned a lot from this experience, and now I'm just going to crush it even better and do it better the next time because I'm still determined to reach my goal. Don't make situations mean things other than something that is productive and gets you closer to your goal. Okay? Any negative thought, any limiting thought you have about yourself, about your business, about your offers, it's completely made up in your head, first of all. And it's also completely optional, okay? None of these are facts here, okay? It's optional. So you really need to own that and recognize that you need to stop doing this, okay? You need to stop this habit, stop self-sabotaging, and commit to it over the long run, okay? And the third one is that you, and I posted about this on Instagram the other day, you need to liberate yourself from this, like, really fucked up idea that people are watching you and judging you all the time. Okay, I see so many entrepreneurs, especially women, limit and edit and monitor what they post and what they share and what they sell because they're afraid of what other people are going to think about them. They're afraid their mom is going to judge them or their family members, right? Or their friends or, you know, whoever. They're afraid of that. Let go of it, you guys. If you let go of, like, this totally made-up chatter in your head that you like all this negativity that you think is coming from people let go of it how much more authentic would you show up as yourself how much more real would you show up in your personality and your offers and your confidence if you weren't worried about people pleasing to all these people who aren't even paying attention to you anyway most people are just worried about themselves they're just thinking about themselves how am i showing up how do i look today how am i performing right that's what most people are thinking about no one gives a shit. Like, seriously, anybody who you think is, like, judging you or making fun of you or is going to think that you're a fraud or a loser or whatever or selling something for starting a business, most likely they're like, damn, I can never do that. I can never get on Facebook Live. I can never put something out. I can never start a business, right? Really, the only opinions that you should value are the people who have already achieved what you are trying to achieve. Those are the only people who should be taking advice from and looking up from. No one else matters. You're going to show up way more real and you're going to get way more clients because of it if you really eliminate all of this made-up crap in your mind about what other people are thinking about you. So 
So free yourself, liberate yourself from that idea. And the fourth tip that I have here, you really have to decide that you want your dream, your six-figure dream, more than you want your drama, period. Whatever excuses you come up with in your mind, whatever stories you tell yourself, whatever limitations, they can exist, we're human beings, but you have to want the dream more than you want that drama, okay? So if you guys can follow this step-by-step, step, again, I know that generally, I talk about all these different pieces so much on our podcast, email list, like all kinds of different places, right? The individual pieces within this, but this is absolutely the fastest and straight, most straightforward cliff notes way to get there. You can all do this. So I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Sending you lots of love on this beautiful Thursday. If you have any questions, go ahead and comment them down below. If you end up watching this on the replay, comment replay down below. Lots of love and we will talk soon.